Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay, fine. Cheers! Cheers! Hi, everybody. (laughs) I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast. And we're joined today by... Our lovely guest, Chelsea White. Hello. Chelsea is a host, a, oh my God, you just told me, a producer, a host. I am a (laughs) Jane of all trades. Amazing. I just do whatever people pay me to do. (laughs) And I mean that as weird as it sounds. (laughs) Great. Perfect. As you should. Um, You know, make make that fucking money. (laughs) And Chelsea also, we were just talking about, I just kind of want to shout it out right away, had a podcast about dating as well that that just wrapped up. Is that right? Yeah. So me and my uh, co-host Aaron Leaf we had a podcast for we crossed over we just did 100 episodes it might be like 102 in the back catalog yeah called Ghosted Stories where guests talk about yeah getting ghosted and whatever else comes up oh so we just wrapped it up but you can listen you can go reminisce go check it out ghostedstoriespodcast.com I bet you guys heard you the gnarliest shit what? oh my god well the thing that's why I even kind of got um, Harry to keep booking because we had a lot of trouble targeting people with the most epic stories Mm -hmm. you know like it was more just like us inviting like cool fun people who are great storytellers to come yeah so the line about what constituted as a ghosted story got pretty i mean we were pretty liberal yeah Yeah. sometimes people will come on and be like wait okay hold on so well i don't love to like open up about my dating life i'm like you what (laughs) i told you what the podcast is about (laughs) So you're like, I don't have to talk yeah. about whatever you want to talk about. But we did also have some, like, very, very epic ones, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I just feel like, so we get worse first date stories from listeners, which we'll ask you yes, for yes. shortly. I'm ready for it. Um, but we've just heard some, sh- I mean, you, just people experience the craziest, gnarliest shit oh my God. out there dating. It's horrific. But that's also, and I'm sure, similar to, to you ladies, like, why I was motivated to start the podcast, because totally. it's just, like... It is cathartic to talk about it, to talk it out, and to hear other people's insane stories that you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm not alone in this. Yeah. No, that yeah. was the whole, this I think that is how my world. whole perspective on dating changed, honestly, through this podcast. Yeah. Just like by doing the exercise of going on the dates, but also just like hearing how many people are in the same boat and how many people, I don't know, I, for so long I was just like, I'm the outlier of society. Like, I am not in a relationship. I'm 30. And like... No, every like 100%. so many people are in so many different boats. I don't know. Completely, yeah, yeah, totally. And like, it's awful for everyone. Oh, yeah. Like, even literally, I was saying when I walked in, uh, one of the things I was going to get into, like, just happened this morning. Like, this text exchange with this guy, and I just have that feeling in the pit of my stomach. So it's just like, oh god, I'm so embarrassed. I just want to like throw myself out the window. Oh my no. god. <laughs> Wait, but it's horrible. But that's why, like, listening to these podcasts, and that's why I was like, literally, so excited. I'm like, okay, I love that I'm doing the podcast today because I can talk it out. We're gonna talk about everything. (laughs) The amount of times, yeah, that even when I had like little, like, yeah, that pit of stomach, like, I feel embarrassed or weird thing. When I got to talk about it on this podcast, still, I'm like, yes, okay, it's fine. Like, it is because we've all felt it. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what half of our listeners, hi listeners, we love you, like, are here for. Is yeah. it, like we get emails from them and it's just like, oh my god, it makes me feel not alone. I'm like, yeah, that's we all need a 
giant global yes. support group yes. of like someone the that, always has a worse story yeah totally <laughs> oh my god I have I want to tell a fun story from my weekend but it's like oh my gosh. it's like long but also and I'm gonna make it really short because this is not about me and I want to hear your worst first date story but <laughs> this I could got be like a seven part it looks amazing <laughs> I was like, so I was in um, Philly with uh, my group of high school friends for a couple of their birthdays and we were out for like a big dinner and drink thing on Saturday and we were at a table and it was like, uh, you know, a a smallish place and we were at a table and there was another table just like a couple inches away from us and it was two like young guys that were clearly on a date. Like we saw them kind of meet and, and they were exchanging some pleasantries and whatever and... At a certain point, like one of the guys kind of is like, hey, hi, girls. And we look over and the other guy's gone. And he goes, so my date just left <gasps> and <gasps> you guys look really nice and fun. Can <gasps> I just join your table? Yeah. Why oh is that? I swear to God. And I literally like oh, about five God. seconds later was like, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to talk about you on my podcast. <laughs> like, we were all <laughs> yeah, well, feeling, all the, feeling Of all this. the tables he could reach out to, like you have a dating podcast. Like Literally. What? What? It oh was, my god! What a sweet! Do I want to like hug? He's a lovely him angel. Right he's he was twenty. He's oh, his name's Brian. Sweet. Hi, Brian. <laughs> we we're on, we follow each other on social media now. Um, and he he just was like, yeah. He said the date basically it was a Tinder date, and the guy showed up, and they had like half a drink they hadn't even ordered, and the guy was like, I don't really feel like we're vibing. I'm gonna go. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Like, heart-wrenching, but then also, or, like, respect, maybe, to the other yeah, guy for not, like, wasting everyone's time. Totally. And I it's mean, just like, so hard. It's like, you just feel for everyone in that totally. situation. Totally. And it just was, like, unbelievable. Yeah. And I mean, I think Brian, I mean, he's very self-possessed for such a youth, but he was just like, <laughs> no, it's good. I would rather he say that. I was feeling yeah. it, too. It did save me some time and awkwardness. Yeah. And it's okay. It's yeah. just like, wait, what? You're just leaving? <laughs> Like, also, props to Brian for like saying <gasps> hi to you guys. I would never do that. Like, and then like turn the night around. We had so much fun. Yeah. He hung out with us. This probably happened at about nine p.m. and we closed the restaurant down at one. We had like, I mean, we were all like, you know, I have uh, Brian and I have each other's phone numbers. I'll be texting him after this. We talk I about love this like story. he like definitely turned his night around. Like we we all had such a fun night this hanging is out. Fucking magical. I Can know. I say fucking? Oh, oh yeah. Please. So okay. much swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the time. I've been swearing more than normal on this. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. There we go. I got it out. Okay. Yeah. Um, but wait, I, just was I like, love oh everything God, about How did that? I get a front row seat to somebody else's worst first date? <gasps> right. <laughs> it was amazing. Right. Yeah, that's true. I just said wow. I love everything about that. I do not love that he, you know, got like sure. ditched. But, like, right. I just love the way it was, like, handled. I feel like that captures the essence of what we always try to, like, think about with dating. Like, not to take it too seriously, but to, like, yeah. also respect your own time. But we do always say, like, I think, in theoretically, that sounds like such an okay thing to do. Like, you know what? I'm not feeling it save everyone's time. But it is so – I am so sensitive so to rejection. I would not actually prefer that. I would prefer we finish the drink or dinner and, like, just never spoke again. And some sort of even like a white lie, like, yep. oh, I'd love to get another drink, but I gotta. Yep, I love that. I got a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Something. <laughs> but that, yeah, it is hard. I've wished I had the guts to sort of make a clean exit or yeah. like a polite exit in certain situations, but I don't, yeah, I yeah. never have the guts. I'm always just like, ugh, get through the drink and yeah, say I mean, you gotta split. Yeah, it's hard. And I feel like the setup of this place was it was a it's called Mission Taqueria in Philadelphia it was an amazing place like it is a restaurant but a very bar vibe it's Got like it. a taco place but like really great drinks cocktails like it's mm-hmm. people were there kind of to drink and eat at, 
at one as one, if that makes sense. Right. Like it was somewhere sure. between a bar and a restaurant. Got it. But you know, they had committed to eating and hanging out. Yeah. And like I think sometimes when you're like staring down the barrel of that and you know it's not going well, obviously that's scary than right. scarier than if it we were at a bar and it was you could make a graceful exit after one drink. So who or well, I don't want to insult any listeners or any hosts. Who gets food on the first date? Am I, I like, like such a weirdo that like who does that? Yeah. No. I try to very specifically, I'm like ha- happy hour. Mm-hmm. One, like I try to make it explicit that like we are committing to one drink. Yep. Yeah. Like and like I feel no like pressure. sometimes if a first date's going great and you're at a bar and you're like, let's go get tacos next Grab door. Some apps. Awesome. Yeah. Whatever. Or like let's get some food. Or like totally. But dinner yeah. on a first date. Don't go in with don't lead with food. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Brian. It's so funny. Brian. Yeah. Brian, we got it offline. <laughs> <laughs> My first date of this whole podcast though. It was like ended up being on a Sunday, and this guy was like, "I just don't drink on Sundays." He was really adamant about getting sushi, and I was like so nervous because it was the first date I was going to be going on of this like string of dates, and we got sushi, and it made everything worse and more awkward. And he wouldn't even <laughs> drink at sushi, and I knew he oh, drank because we had originally had plans for drinks on another night. He was just like, "I don't drink on Sundays," and yeah. And then I actually recently, sorry, I just remembered this. A friend that I have here in LA. She like had a winter weekend away skiing, and he was in one of the photos. My first date from this whole oh podcast. Oh my god! I was like, why is this guy so familiar? And then I figured oh it out. I just like clicked on the tag. I was like, that was him. <laughs> like, god, that's insane. But anyway, I, I just oh I am not crap. a fan of food on the first date. I was, and I it yeah. makes me very nervous. Yeah, truly. Yeah, it's like way too big of a commitment. It's extreme. I have I had a friend, one of my friends that I was away with this weekend. Who said she did an escape room on her first date? Oh As a first God. date, what I was the? like, "Girl, what is happening? You're crazy." Did they have a, I understand doing something like that if you somehow have a pre-existing, like your like coworkers who yeah. are gonna like take it to the next level. Yeah, no, it was yeah. like full, but not like online. meeting for the first time. They like were oh, chatting Jesus about it, and Christ. he was like, "Let's do something fun," and it got brought up and whatever. She said no. it was fun. I mean, she said it was fun. She's like very kind of doesn't give a fuck. Would she see like, him again? Either? Did she see him again? That's a good question. She's dating a lot. She's like okay. she's yoloing right now. Racking so I was. Up, yeah. She was telling us about a lot of dates. So I wasn't. Got I didn't it. get like the full stats. Maybe Got I'll text it. her. Yeah, I'd be curious. Tell us about that escape room I know. first date. That's like yeah. oh, I've, wild. I've told her. I'm like, so you're gonna come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just rope every single person. My poor friends. Um. Anyway, Chelsea. Yes. Will Hello. you please please tell us about your worst first date? Oh my god. Okay. So I was thinking about this because no, like epically worst first date came to mind Mm -hmm. because I feel like I am that type of person that can just kind of talk to anyone and Mm -hmm. which is also sort of not like a burden when you're dating I feel like Mm. you know because I think so often like I just really do truly enjoy I mean like yeah being a host and stuff like talking to other people and I I guess I'm pretty good at making people feel comfortable I guess yeah so I feel like way too often then I dig myself in a hole and the guy's like well we're vibing and I'm like I'm just a Libra I don't know (laughs) it's not that serious but um the my most recent like weirdest worst date was this guy who I thought we had a lot in common at first because he also like works in TV and I wasn't like when he walked up I was like okay I don't know if he's my type like I don't know if I'm gonna have sex with this guy but like seemed fun we had a lot to talk about like work related and we had a lot in common but he went to the bathroom like probably six times in the like hour and a half like the two or three drinks we had we were kind of putting it back um and to the point, and he was so kind of like, I started like putting it together slowly because he's also sort of so like keyed up. I was like, is this guy fucking doing lines? Oh my God. In our like 90 minute date. Also, 
Um, in the time we were, again, like, I, it might have been like two hours. It could not have been more than two hours. I feel like it was like 90 minutes. He got up um, seven, eight times, like no exaggeration, to go over and like say hi to somebody because I guess it was his local and he'd been out of town. And sometimes he'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Excuse me for one second. And go be like, yo, bro, good to see you. Da, 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 high five. Come back. One time he didn't even say, excuse me a second. He just got up, walked to the other end of the bar and started talking to a guy for like 10 minutes. And I was just sitting there. No. Oh, my God. And then God. afterwards he was like, oh, my God, this is great. Let's hang out again this week. And I was like. I don't even know if I responded. Like, he was just very, like, having a conversation with himself, you know? Like, yeah. bye! Like, keyed up and like, oh my god, talk to you later! Oh my god, yeah, just like, like the mayor of, happening? like, Coke Land, like, exactly. at his bar. Yeah. Like... Oh my god! But, like, I didn't have a bad time. It, you know, because it was just like, alright, this guy's insane. Like, he was fun to talk to, but I was just marveling at the whole thing, you know? Yeah. yeah that's that's wild. situations where you're like, yeah. for two reasons. It's exciting. Like, the bathroom trips and the just, like, well, I don't... Talking to people! I understand what? that. <laughs> why did you bring me your fucking local also i mean i don't know i guess i do have a couple bars in astoria that are kind of like go-to date places but they're not places that i necessarily like i guess they're my local but i'm not necessarily like besties with the bartender i'm not you know they're just places totally. i go a lot like well, i wouldn't take also, a date to the place where i do like know the bartenders yeah you know? but yeah. then i mean i feel like there's a difference between like being on first name base with the bartender having like a a, you know, a rapport with them and knowing like all Everybody. the people who go there. Yes. Like I don't have any bars that I go in and it was very weird. I mean, I might recognize people's faces at like the bar across the street, sure. but I'm not like, it's like, Oh, you live at this bar. Yeah. yeah. Like you go to work and then you drink and do Coke at this bar. That's like the uh, mystical yeah. bar Presumably. from sitcoms where like you really do every, right. know everybody in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like my dream of my New York bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, and also I would just argue with like my favorite bartenders, the ones whose name I really do know. Like I don't want to bring someone there on a first date because then yeah, it's just Exactly. Weird. Exactly. Yeah. You do it like – because then I feel like it also makes the person you're bringing feel weird of like, oh, how many – girls have you met how many yeah. you know it just like presents a weird it's, it's a weird precedent it's yeah just, like, all very weird but you know fun guy <laughs> um can i ask what do you remember what bar it was yes um it was skinny dennis oh my oh, god okay that's oh so my funny god, that's funny that's, yeah oh i yeah i used to live in greenpoint when i lived in <laughs> okay and i actually like skinny dennis it, it was fun but i do feel like it, that's a very specific bar to be a regular at right. i don't know because it's either right? like bros who come in from the city i feel like like yep. my, you know, or like people who live right there. I don't know. Like, that's live right there. Yeah. Like a super. Yeah. Local, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. It's funny because I feel like, oh God, it's just such a choice to be like, I mean, I guess at that point it's not a choice, but to just be doing coke like the whole way through a first day. Well, and that's like, like you know, dear listeners or that guy, if he's listening right now, wouldn't that be weird? Um. <laughs> Like, who knows? Maybe he just, like, has a small bladder and, like, a very excitable personality. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yes. I was just, like, seemed like something was happening. Yeah. But I it's don't a know. Lot. I mean, hey. I, I, I was not in that bathroom with him. It happens. Only for 10 minutes, but that now. <laughs> Those bathrooms oh are God, pretty disgusting, it. too. Not to- <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are. Yeah. That's another le- level of it, though. 100%. Like, you wouldn't want to like keep going to the bathroom. Like, that's, like... Right. A UTI, right. which I don't feel like is the case you know, with this man, or a Coke. Like, I just feel, yeah, right, I think you right, were putting the pieces right. together in a very smart way. Yeah. Oh 
Oh my god. Oh, good times, you guys. Dating's cool. Wow, it's all happening. I am obsessed with that. I'm a little bit mortified, but also like, yeah, it's funny. I feel like did we have another worst first date at some point, Kimmy, from a listener that was like about someone doing coke the whole time? I think so. Yeah, it's really a lot. It's it's an extreme choice. Very weird flex and like just yeah. So Chelsea, I feel like you're pretty. I don't know, relaxed about telling that story and like understanding that it's also just kind of like a weird thing. But like, I think we have a lot of listeners, a lot who are dating all the time, but a lot who are also just like getting back into it or whatever. Like, where are you at in your dating life? Because it sounds like you're pretty (laughs) open to the weirdnesses, which is like, but I don't know, just like, where are you at right now with all that? Well, uh, great question. So I am just kind of like getting back out there. I got out of a pretty terrible my only my one and only terrible terrible relationship mm. gotta get one under your belt yeah for sure got out of that in November um and so how long was that relationship two and a half years but we broke up for a few months okay. at one point but like all in all like about two and a half years and it was about like a year and a half from then like the breakup okay that we were together the rest of the year and a half and um yeah so got out of that in November and then and that's like the holidays and stuff so I guess I did kind of start dating again like in January yeah. so I mean just been a couple of months yeah but my pattern I guess is like couple years in relationship couple years out sort of thing mm-hmm. so I've had plenty I'm 36 I've had plenty of plenty of New York City dating experience just which is such a gift <laughs> such a gift to experience yeah. yeah so I'm sort of like and I guess just like really brief history yeah so I was in a relationship when I moved here a guy that I knew in college but we didn't start dating until after college so it was long distance single a couple of years into a relationship for a couple of years doing the dating thing and then was in this relationship and then here I am again so only like three guys that I that got the honor of the label boyfriend amazing that's an amazing track record for I was like single for seven years in New York like just dating people but never making it serious so for New York that's (laughs) very impressive to me honestly well thank you I mean I don't even know the first relationship being that it was long distance and I guess we actually I was living in New York for maybe like two-ish years Mm -hmm. before, and then we were long distance. Mm -hmm. And then it might have been, yeah, I don't know, whatever. All in all, there was definitely like probably five-ish years that I was dating before then my next relationship. But like, yeah, you know. And where are are you from? Like, where did you go to college? Just so we can like understand your like, your Uh, dating. I feel like everyone in different areas has different dating like etiquette. Well, and I feel like my eyes got so wide to because I have, I guess, kind of what most people consider also like, well, a few unique situations that led me to where I am today. So I grew up in a really small town, Clarion, Pennsylvania, graduated with like 70 something kids. Okay. So didn't like really, I never dated in high school. You know, you had like the like, I'm going to make out with you and then we'll like maybe talk about it or maybe we won't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just like never really dated. I was such a, I was the treasure of show choir, which yes. I feel like that just like is the most, the best way to paint the most specific picture totally. of like who I am. We would have been um, at the same crew in high school. Just <laughs> yes, to, yeah, 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 yeah. Like absolutely. Yep. Totally. Yep. <laughs> so that was my high school experience. And I went to this very, very strange choice, I guess, just based on who I am as a person. Um, no shade to anyone else who went there. Um, Grove City College. It's like this very conservative religious school outside of Pittsburgh. Wow. And I was neither of those things. I was like agnostic slash atheist, like super liberal. But I went there because I didn't drink in high school or college. Mm. And, you know, flash forward to now, like really, you know, someone 
SOS, alcoholism, <laughs> New York City alcoholic. New York but, um, yeah. Exactly. It's like if my 16-year-old self could see me now, um, I think I'm still drunk from Friday on the three-day weekend. But like I grew up being like super judgmental of people who mm. drink. You know, I was very much a girl that was like, sorry that I have a personality. I have funny ear alcohol party <laughs> you know what I mean yes, completely. Uh, so and so then that's why I went to the school because I didn't want to be sort of like the girl who doesn't drink at like yeah. a more party school mm-hmm. yeah totally. um and this was like a dry campus and so then also because it was such a weirdly religious college a lot of people were waiting for marriage so like dating there and hmm. casually dating was sort of hard you yeah. know yeah so then I came to New York and then I did end up dating this guy I knew from college. We ended up getting together. He was still finishing. He was younger. He was finishing up college. And I was now maybe like 24, 25. And we started dating long distance. And that was where I lost my virginity to. So I didn't have sex until I was like 25. I, feel I know. Like- Wild. Yeah, Wild. but like also But I like not. to talk about that to like normalize it. Yeah, because I yeah. feel like some people, you know, I, I was definitely self-conscious about it. And, you know, it just whatever. It happened when it happened. And yeah. I yeah, so I really love to kind of I guess dispel that stigma. It's like whatever. I don't think I could have emotionally handled having sex before then, to be perfectly honest. Like no. I don't know if I could have like handled it in college. No. I think I was sort of like yeah, like mature in certain ways and then just like a little bit like inexperienced in other ways where I think like it all happened yeah, completely. at the right time. I mean I didn't lose my virgin until I was in college, but Same. like I feel like it was I was so my first like big like person I thought I was in love with was like in high school I knew him from drama obviously so (laughs) like and I was so dramatic about that in my head (laughs) I wrote a whole fucking opera I mean I didn't literally but it was like it was extreme the emotions and I he betrayed me because he kissed like another girl from drama it was so fucking dramatic that like I can't imagine if that had been layered with like sex, I literally yeah. can't imagine. Right? I would have, like, I don't know what I would have done. I was, I mean, it was already a 10, so I don't know how I could have topped it. Right? No, totally. like, I can't imagine because I remember kind of a similar, first of all, I feel like thinking about 24 or 25 now, I'm like, uh, that doesn't feel even young, um, old, sorry to me. It feels right, like still right. pretty young. It uh, kind of feels like the, yeah, uh, okay time. Totally. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, now, a twenty-four-year-old is a baby. I'm like, if I, if I had a twenty-four-year-old like, friend, I'd be like, shh, 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 shh. yeah, totally. But then you're mature, and you're like technically like legally cleared to do all the things except rent a car, so you're definitely right. an adult. Like, I don't know, but right. I remember thinking like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed I didn't lose my virginity in high school. I'm like, thank goodness I didn't. Like, I could barely right. handle myself in college. <laughs> Oh my god, I could, definitely. I cannot even imagine yeah. being in high school. But again, I feel, and that's also. Yeah, everyone just like is working at their own pace. Yeah, some people I think can handle it in college, uh, high school. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's so. true. We're I think we're all getting older, doing a lot of things like right. getting married, having kids. Like all of that is like trending older, and like totally. thank fucking god, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and so many or this is not. I feel like I'm just like throwing shade at everyone from my college. Whatever, make. No shade of making decisions and however, whatever pace and whatever decisions you want to make. But because it was such a religious school, most, a lot of people I went to college with got married like immediately after. Yeah. So like, let's yeah. sex it up. And a lot of them are divorced now. Like mm-hmm. so many people I know from college are on their second marriage. 
And it's like, we're just, we're not fully cooked yet at like 22, 23, you know? Same. I mean, a little, my college wasn't like religious, but it was in the Midwest. And there were a lot of Midwestern kids who were very, very religious. And it was, I have a similar experience where a lot of kids who I went to school with who were, grew up in really Christian households, whatever, have had the same trajectory, like get married, already divorced, but like they got married so they could have sex. And I'm just like, why? Not like (laughs) test drive the car. But then Mm -hmm. I also should say to just not have anyone listening who's like married and 22 and spiraling now, my parents met when they were 22, dated for three months, got engaged and have got married when they were like 23 and have been married since 1977 so oh my god everyone has their own amazing so true yeah oh my god i want to see a picture of their 70s wedding (laughs) i know oh my god it's like i I just imagine their big wedding because obviously obviously also you're gorge like i imagine your mom's just like beautiful and has flowy hair oh my god she like had the most gorgeous like veil like i was like i mean if i get married i would be my dream to wear her wedding dress i'm like i would never fit into it she's like so tiny i mean she would say whatever she, you know she like looks back on those wedding days like we all do with our like body image issues uh-huh. and she's yeah. like I thought I needed to like lose 20 more pounds for my wedding and now I'm like oh look you know yeah <laughs> I wish oh I could like God. have that body but yeah maybe I should start losing weight now to fit into my mom's wedding dress <laughs> oh no probably no, take no. me 10 years no you're perfect <laughs> but I'm just like oh my god I just love 70s yeah right 70s weddings <laughs> So, like, to dig into, like, the going from college, come, I know you dated someone from college, but what was just, like, yeah. your broader transition coming from a place like that, like a dry campus to New York City, which is the opposite of dry? I mean, <laughs> like, I, it's so strange to even look back and, I guess, think of the person I was in high school and college, and then sort of think, how did I, like, or how did I become this person, or how was I not more freaked out? I think I was so focused at that time on my career like I moved Mm -hmm. here to work in like TV and that's obviously you know like demanding and weird and crazy and has its own challenges so I was so focused on that I feel like almost the rest of it was just like what was happening around me and it's like okay fine like just just you're just like figuring it all out but um yeah I ended up like well not necessary information. Basically, basically, I moved here because I got accepted into this like fellowship program, and that it gave. There was thirty of us that just graduated, and we got housing at the NYU NYU dorms mm-hmm. and an internship for the summer. And it was sort of like, do that. Here's your like entry mm-hmm. way. Here's your like leg up. And then everyone was like trying to land a job by the end of the summer mm-hmm. so we could stay in New York. So that was, I remember so vividly going out one night and it's like, here's all these people that like, we're all like hustlers, like, you know, trying to like be successful, like got accepted into this like elite program and like, you know, on top of our shit. And like, they were like, let's go out, get fucking wasted. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess these things can go to get like I don't know, you yeah. know? I just like had this like whole whatever for whatever reason that I felt the way I did about drinking. I guess also like I grew up my mom never drank like ever mm-hmm. and we didn't have alcohol in the house. So I just kind of grew up with that like, yeah, who needs it? And then I was like, oh wait. Wow, like the sun came out and the doors open and I was like, what a magical world. I can just like be drunk in New York City with fun people. <laughs> And I never stopped. <laughs> it, is, it is magical. It's so magical, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. So no. I just sort of like turned the corner quickly. And then I immediately after I was here like about a year, I started getting into stand-up. And then mm-hmm. for like four or five years, I was out like every single night on the stand-up scene. And that had its whole, you know, other doors opening of not only being out sort of like drinking every night, partying all the time, um, but then just like, you know, 
hooking up with all those comics that you're forced to be drinking with every night. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was like a most... real crash course. Like that was college for me. Like yeah. doing stand up in New York in my twenties was like college. It's that's know? so fun. I, I yeah. feel very similarly of like it it really? feels more college y the stand up scene feels more college y to me than my actual college shit. Which my 100%. school was kind of nerdy, but like I mean, I I belong there. That's what, <laughs> whatever. But you know, like, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a scene in which you can be like, okay, well, this is what, what exactly what yes, you know, frat life in movies is. And then also, I feel like it just attracts a certain. There are so many things stacked against us dating in New York City because mm-hmm. we are out the we do outnumber the guys and then I feel like it attracts and I'm sure you know same in LA like it just in probably any like metropolitan area you just it attracts a certain type of guy that I think is interested in like being sort of a man child living like college for as long as possible and it's like more socially acceptable and I think in a metropolitan place to like just be sort of like the bachelor until you're in your 40s and I feel like or at least that's kind of I feel like always been my the cycle that repeats in my dating life is just the very cliche, like, oh, this is so fun. We've been on, like, three or four dates, and aren't we having a great time? Oh, okay, we're not? You don't want a relationship? Okay, bye. Sorry that I spooked you by wanting human things, like a relationship. Yeah. You know? How wild, right, is wanting a relationship? <laughs> when yeah. you get along well and things have feelings uh, and sexual chemistry, why, why would you want to date, though? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to ruin all this with the relationship? No, I feel like it's so oh. true about the cities because even here, and I'm in like business school right now, so that's its own other kind of like dating either. But like my friends dating here, it seems like you have to be even more intentional about it than you do in New York. And yeah. like people, it's just not as much in the culture because you're driving to like go out for a drink after your work day or something. So yeah, I think that. Yeah, that that's the theme that comes up over and over again. I feel like on this podcast is like for people yeah. like who are dating. Or, like, women dating men. It's just, like, in these big cities, it's just entirely different. Like, I ended up with someone who had just moved to New York. I'm like, I got him because he didn't know yet. He had only been oh there for gosh. a year and a half. So I'm like, that's the move. Someone who doesn't get it yet. <laughs> you just got to get him. Like, so while they're, everybody dating in New York, go to Port Authority, go to JFK. <laughs> just Hold the sign. Ma- yeah, make a sign. Welcome. Do you need a place to stay? Yeah. <laughs> Great, we, like we cracked Wait, it. I'm we can end notes. the podcast okay. now. Yeah, uh, we figured it out. Just go pick someone up. At- oh my god. Yep. Um, on that note, I'm gonna say we should take a quick ad break, and yeah. then let's hear about Chelsea. Chelsea had a weird second date experience. Oh god, I'm getting heart palpitations. Oh my god. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna hear from it briefly after this. Um, okay, we're back. We're here. We're back. All right. I, I don't have a smooth way to come out of the ad break. I don't know. I guess I, I, that was pretty smooth. Was, <laughs> okay, yeah. right we're here. Right. We're back. Hi. Um, all right. So, Chelsea, tell us about your this this extreme oh, second date. Gosh. Okay. Well, so I, as I mentioned, I just got out of a relationship in November. I did. Um, I there was this one guy that I like went on a handful of dates with. And, like, got the, okay, having sex for the first time after this long relationship mm-hmm. out of the way with this guy. Obviously, he ghosted me. That's another story. Oh. Should I revive my podcast for just one episode to tell that story? Oh, my God. It's fine. He's yes. dead to me. So, <laughs> oh. 
So, so horrible. To get that, but it's like it was good to like get that out of the way and be like, okay, fine. So now I'm like back in it, back in the shit, whatever. But you know, but I'm still, yeah, like it still feels like that a little bit of the weird, like okay, like getting your feet with dating again. Mm-hmm. So I'm really. Also, I guess maybe I should mention. I think for for a lot of my 20s, or maybe just even a lot of my life, I feel like I sincerely, being in a relationship sincerely wasn't a priority for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, I think, right, the reason I got into this bad relationship, I think, and like tried to stick it out and make it work so long, is because I think when I was dating, at the time when I met him, I really did want to be in a relationship, but didn't want to admit it to myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, this is fine, this is fine. And like, wh- whether it's a defense mechanism, because you're like, well, no one ever wants to be in relationships. So like, whatever, this is fine. Got in the relationship with him. So then when I got out of that relationship, I was like, okay, I do want a relationship. Like, I've never wanted kids, mm-hmm. but I'm 36. And I feel like this other, like, not the biological kids clock, but just the, like, life particle. Like, I do want to find someone that I can, like, be can, like yeah. be a life partner. Yeah. So I was like, I got to prioritize this the same way I do with like all my work stuff, mm-hmm. or it's just it's just not going to happen organically, or at least yes. for me it hasn't. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's not going to in New York City if I don't. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be really upfront with people. I'm not going to just be honest. I'm going to like not try to act like whatever. This is fine. Call me or don't. You know, I'm going to be like straightforward, and I'm going to like you know set my boundaries and like tell a guy like if he's being flaky like hey you know this is either happening or it's not like whatever so and I'm also trying to like rack up a lot of dates like I literally had a couple weeks ago like a date every single night because I knew like the next week was going to be busy you Mm -hmm. know so I'm just and my MO on Tinder is just like if we have a couple back and forth when when are you free I'm free yes. Tuesday and Wednesday between 6 and 7.30 for a happy hour. Does that work for you? I'm just like, let's do this. I, I mean, just want to, like, meet them in person immediately. Yeah. One drink. Yep. Like, sometimes, there's a couple times, because my job right now is, like, a little bit flexible, um, unless anyone from work is listening, and then actually <laughs> just skip ahead, because I just make it flexible. It's not really. But, um, you know, I'll even be, like, have done a couple, like, oh, like, let's get, you know, coffee or a beer at, like, 11 a.m., you know, or yeah. something like that, like, if they have an unusual schedule. Mm-hmm. So I'm like racking them up. Um, and there's only, yeah, we're only a couple guys that we got to second date mode that I, I mean, it's so hard to even find that guy. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. you have to date that much just to find the guy totally. that you even want a second date with. Well, also it's like, you can't tell anything until you meet them. So right. I think it's so smart to just be like, let's just meet. Like, yep. and you have to, you gotta, it's, you guys have volume. If, I, we talk Absolutely. all the time about how it's just numbers game. Like just volume is important. Percent. Just no, that's there, literally do it. What? Like, when I was going on all these dates, I almost, like, felt like kind of I was getting on the date too fast. But, like, I was fine with that. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm such a stan yeah. of that. I'm, like, when people ask about that in the Facebook group, I'm, like, do not get involved in the back and forth. It's, like, yeah. more likely to waste your time. Like, maybe. I don't know. I, I personally don't have magical texting chemistry with anyone, really. So, like, yeah. I've never had that thing. But I just feel like the majority of those stories end up being disappointments. And you really feel like you wasted more time. Whereas you just get on the date. Just do it. Like, yes. no excuses. Yeah. And I feel like it doesn't have to be. That's why I'm such a, like, uh, proponent of even make it clear. Like, a lot of times I'll use the language, like, happy hour. You know, I feel like it just yeah. sets the tone for, like, this is just breezy. Let's see if we care about each other in person for 30 fucking minutes. Whatever. Yeah. Like, how much time do you got? Like, let's just do this quickly. Um, and it's funny you mentioned the texting chemistry because that kind of comes into play in the story. So, yeah, not that many guys that I even, like, had a second date with. But I was also trying to be open-minded and felt like if, if I even reasonably was like, this guy just 
you know, we're having a good conversation. I still don't know if I want to like jump on top of them, but like we're having a good conversation. Mm-hmm. I am all about like giving them a second date if they ask for it, right? Mm-hmm. Like if there's like yes. any sort of remotely, because I feel like even finding that guy <laughs> is just hard, you know? <laughs> Whatever. I sound like I'm such a picky bitch. I don't know. It's hard no. to just like have chemistry with people, right? Well, like, you also have to be picky to a certain extent. You have, I mean, this is the thing. It's like if it were easy we wouldn't have a podcast right. about it. you know it's like you have, you right. have to like and it's about there's so many like matrices like yes. to navigate 100 yeah. percent. and like exactly there's so many things in the venn diagram have to overlap and like so yeah whatever so going on like i racked up a lot of first dates and a few second dates like in the short couple of months i've been dating um but so i went out with this guy um, all or I don't know when this is gonna go live, but I mean, this has all been happening in like the past like less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I met up with this guy. I was immediately just like, oh my god, he's so cute. Which I feel like I don't often even have that feeling. I'm like, oh, they're fine. I was like, oh my god, this guy's really cute. And I felt like we were really hitting it off. Like we had a lot in common, um, and we just like kind of had good conversation chemistry. And again, it's funny because like now I'm looking at it in hindsight and thinking like, Jesus Christ, I feel like I think those things were true and we did like hit it off. But also I think the amount of time you're dating and the more times you're sort of like disappointed or the longer you've gone without meeting, you know, anyone that you would want a second date with, those little things are just that much more exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Totally. For sure. And I think it all then depends on where the other person's at. Like if they just started dating maybe that's not, you know, not yeah. as exciting to them or like they're looking at it through a different lens. So I'm just like, oh my God, I'm, like this is just a barren wasteland of like trash people. And you are like, you know, like you're, I'm pulling out of the rubble and you're like mostly intact and that's so exciting, you know? And like the other, <laughs> they could be thinking of it yeah. like, oh, this girl's fine. I don't know. So whatever. I felt like it was a really good first date. And then afterwards he did, okay, he did bring up during the date by virtue of we we're talking about pets. And he was like, oh, you know, I was talking about, I have two cats. And he's like, oh, I have a dog. It's actually like a co-parent situation with my ex, but it's cool. Like, we're friendly. And I'm like, okay. So that, to me, I was telling one of my friends, and she's like, oh, my God, red flag, the co-parenting. I'm like, that, to me, doesn't seem like a big deal at all. I think that's great to be friendly with an ex if that is the situation. Like, I'm, other than this, the last relationship, I'm friends with all my exes. Or, I mean, we're not getting drinks, but we're, like, Mm -hmm. you're friendly. Yeah. Yeah. But my thing was like, oh, no. Oh, because he goes, we were together. Yeah, we were together like a really, really long time. So da-da-da, co-parents with the dog. And I was like, so my immediate thing was like, of fucking course this one guy that I'm like, think is like cool and interesting. Yeah. Did he just start dating a month ago? Mm-hmm. You know, he was at like, is, uh, so I was like, yeah. okay, Chelsea, don't get your hopes up. Like the whole timing could be off, whatever. Did he tell you how long? Well, so I, okay. This was okay, okay. all this. Cause oh I God, was I'm like, excited. I was like, oh, I just felt like it was weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to probe on the first date, right? Yes, like I just yes. didn't want to probe too much. And so I was like, okay, fine. But so then, at, and when he also did the thing, which I don't have any feelings against one, uh, feelings about one way or another, but I just think it's to me an indicator that you haven't been dating that long he was like so how's tinder been for you like that whole kind of thing and I was like I don't mind that like I don't mind being like breaking the fourth wall so to speak and being like yeah let's not pretend like we're not all out here doing the same thing like it's something to sort of bond over yeah that doesn't bother me but I just felt like it's maybe something I would have said like a while ago it's not something I'm now saying yeah (laughs) and like dating for as long as I've been dating so I was like okay context clues context clues I feel like this guy's the timing's not gonna work out with this guy but whatever so when the date's over I'm still thinking that like we had a really great time and he kind of gives me 
this, like, hug and this, like, little goodbye as if, like, we're never going to see each other again. Like, well... It's great to have met you. Like the way, oh. the only the only way I can describe his response is as if in his head he heard me say, "This isn't going to work out." Yeah, and like, whoa, but okay, I didn't say. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. no, I, like I a, weirdly do. I feel yes. like I've had I had goodbyes like, like that from first dates where I was like, "What just what? happened? Did, Did I, I have a great time? Did I seem disinterested? Like, right? Or he just not so like I was me?" Like, like, yeah. Right. So I was like, okay, I feel like I've also been trying to be like this time around since I am sort of like trying to date purposefully and be like, I don't want to just like hook up or have these stragglers that I'm like calling if I'm lonely. I want to like really just like find the person I want to be with. And so I have for that reason, and I feel I'd be interested in like your opinions on this and listeners opinions, because I think it could go either way. But because of that, I've been really trying to like let the guy take the lead hmm. and just like him prove that he's interested and him be the adult and not doing what maybe I would typically do, which is like, eh, yeah, I guess I could have taken that guy or left him and he didn't text, but like I'd sleep with him. He could be like on the roster. Let me hit him up. Yeah. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I kind of like want the guy to just like prove to me that he's in the same headspace I am by like taking the lead and like you know to like know for sure that he's interested instead of doing that thing where you're like and then he's gonna be proactive for a while but maybe it doesn't mean he's blowing me off you know yeah Yeah, totally nobody wants to I mean if you're looking for something serious you don't want to be looking for something that you have to like chase down almost whereas like sometimes if you just want to like date have fun like have sex whatever it's fine to be like yo you around yeah totally 100 percent. yeah and that's like i just admire that sorry to interrupt but because like that's you recognizing what you want like like you want someone who you don't have to worry about that stuff with for so long i like was almost like too into like the chase was so fun for me or the will this won't it but it was also so exhausting for me and then i think i also got to a point where i was like Right, I just want someone who's gonna like like I don't have to feel so worried about if they're there. Like I think that makes sense. Like not everyone has to want someone who's just gonna like do that. But if you're in a p- place in your life where you want someone who's gonna be totally 100 percent in, like making the first moves, like I get that. I I relate to everything you're saying because I feel like this is how I have felt so many times. I feel the energy in the room. <laughs> I feel like we're all symbolically holding hands. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's like, exactly. It just depends on where you're at or whatever. And so, yes, it's so hard, though, to train yourself. I feel like no matter what, it still is hard to not, like, I'm saying, I'm trying to be almost, like, business-like about it. But then, you know, meanwhile, I'm over here on my group text with my friends, like, sending screenshots, like, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know, Chelsea. Literally, it probably means the words he typed. I'm like, but I don't know. You know, it's like, we still, you still play that game with yourself where you're like, maybe he wasn't blowing me off. Like maybe it meant this, and it's yeah. like you—it's ha- hard to just pull yourself out of it and be like, "Easy come, easy go." Like I'm trying totally. to feel that way about it, mm-hmm. but also it's but hard it's so to hard. be. I mean, obviously it's good to be intentional, but it's hard to be like business-like because it's right. your fucking feelings yes. and like you're like yes. being so vulnerable. Like dating is the such a vulnerable thing. You're just constantly putting yourself out there. You're constantly like asking to be like accepted or rejected Validate, even right. though it's not really that it can feel like that it mm-hmm. feels like you're always asking for validation and then like right and totally. it's hard to separate or be like obviously rationally I know whether however this guy who I've met fucking twice and literally yeah. could be a serial killer like what do I know about him other than like maybe what he looks like naked at this point or whatever it's like what do I really know about this person yeah but it's so hard to not like 
let still the perceived rejection, you know, affect you. Anyways, I'm preaching the choir. So, uh, after, so I was like almost laughed out loud when I was saying goodbye to this guy, by the way, it felt so opposite of the experience I thought we had just had of sort of like, see you never. And I almost like laughed. I turned around, I started to walk away, but then I turned back around and he was still kind of standing there. And I was like, I mean, I would do this again. And he was like, "Uh, Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, okay, signs are pointing to, I should not reach out to this guy if he doesn't reach out to me, especially it's like, it sounds like maybe there's a long-term relationship situation. Like he just might not be in the same like place I am where Hmm. I'm like trying to find somebody. Mm -hmm. However, I was like, but maybe he's just a fucking dum-dum. Like, I mean, it's clearly (laughs) just felt like, well, what was going on? Because he seemed so delighted when I said I wanted to do this again. So I was like, well, maybe still probably signs point to that he hasn't been dating that long. So probably doesn't maybe necessarily match up with what I'm looking for. But I just felt, again, like when it's such a barren wasteland, you find anybody that you want to see again. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to at least use this as an exercise Mm -hmm. to put myself out there Mm -hmm. and be vulnerable. There's also a very real possibility that like if he's barely been Tinder dating in however many years, like, barely been dating, never mind Tinder dating in however many years, he may never have even been on an online date before. Like, 100%. Yeah. Right. That's exactly He's, like, right? basically a, a tiny baby, and he can't walk or talk <laughs> or feed himself. And he, like, he, like you know, Where's like, he may need to, yes. like, learn a little bit of, like, the etiquette. Yes. Like, I feel a little, like, I would be that way on a first, like, I haven't been on a first date in a long time, but I feel like I would be a little bit that way of, like, sorry, like, how do we? What, what do we do? What now? do we do here? Do I Awkward do I shake your hand? Back, right? Yeah, like <laughs> what's the situation? Right. First online date too. Like honestly, the Tinder thing. How's Tinder treating you? Really points that, to like it's first a real like date. flag, right? Like it's yeah. a flag for like an experience. Mm-hmm. So still, right? All these, I feel like I should have just maybe trusted my gut and just been like, he's gonna text me or he's not. But. I let actually our mutual friend <laughs> talk me in. She was like, I say, if you want to text him, there's no harm in like the one text. And then you see how he responds. Cause like maybe he just is just, yeah, yeah like a tiny baby who's like inexperienced with like dating online and is confused. I kind of agree. I don't know. But then it's no, like, isn't that going back to the whole like we're convincing ourselves like we just want to believe what we want to believe? And yeah. like we want to believe there's no way he wouldn't want to see me again, right? Well, so I did end up texting him. Okay. I texted him um, a couple days later. And I was like, er, yeah, I think it was two days later. And I was like, hey, I just wanted to put it out there that, like, I really had a fun time. I feel like we just have a long common. I'd love to keep getting to know you, like, if, if you're interested and, um, you know, something to that effect. And he wrote back right away and was like, absolutely, da, da, da. Like, we had a good back and forth. Mm-hmm. But he still wasn't being proactive about, like, when are you free this week or something like yes. that. Mm-hmm. But we had this good back and forth. So, again, it's like... Flag number two, Chelsea, don't fucking text this guy again. But I couldn't help myself <laughs> because I was, again, like I had just gotten ghosted by this other guy and I felt like there was no guys in the mix that were like, I was active feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, 
Oh my gosh. Also, I just realized that this guy that I went on a date with, and actually we were supposed to go on a second date today, but timing got messed up, like his work schedule changed or something, or I think I just misunderstood his work schedule. So we're rescheduling. But he asked me, because he also does like comedy and stuff, and he's like, what podcast are you doing? And I like told him the name. So hi, you're probably listening. Oh my God, that's hilarious. I'm going to need to know his name after we're done. I want to get his name. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... Um, anywho, so this guy, so I, he still wasn't saying like, whatever, when are you free? But again, in my head, I'm telling myself what I want to hear, right? I'm like, he doesn't understand how this works. I'm (laughs) going to like ask him on a date. So I had, I'm notorious for buying concert tickets and figuring like forcing someone to go with me and ha- like a lot of my friends don't even like to pay to go to a concert for an artist they love let alone I'll be like find this obscure like R&B artist and they're like Chelsea what the fuck no I'm like oh don't even pay me just come and they're like ugh so I'm always doing shit like that so I in November like a couple days after I broke up with my ex I bought tickets to this 90s R&B concert at Barclays with like Brian McKnight, Faith Evans, <gasps> Jagged Edge. Wow. Oh my god, that sounds like so like, much fun. The best. Um, and I was just thinking, oh, it's in February. By that time, because I was having a moment of like, oh, my ex would have gone to this with me. I'm like, no, Chelsea, February's so far away. By that time, you'll be dating again. You'll be over him. Like, there'll be someone you can bring. It'll be great. I was like, fine. So... I'm thinking, so it was that coming up Friday. So I was like, what if I fucking ask this dude? Who's <laughs> like not even asking me on a date. What if I just see if he wants to go to this R&B concert? Because I just felt like he seemed my speed, like fun in that way, right? Yeah, like yeah. He just seemed like the type of guy who would you be would like, like this is things. insane. And that's why I love it. <laughs> yeah. We're going, you know? And that's exactly what happened. He was like, yeah. He's like, this is amazing. Let's go. And I was like, yeah. Worst case, if we never talk again. It's a great story. Yeah. And we can tell our future Tinder dates. This isn't nearly as fun as the time I, you know, blacked out with a Tinder date at Ladies Night <laughs> R&B Super Jam, which was the name of the concert. Oh, my Amazing. God. Ladies no, Night R&B Super Jam. Dreamy. So, come to also find out he doesn't even, like, know any of the artists. Like, he doesn't know R&B at all. I know. Also should have been maybe a red flag, right? Like, I was like, Jagged Edge, where the party at? He's like, who? And I'm like, I... Do you what? Yeah, no, I'm like yeah, not even on. that musically literate, and I'm like, like, what's going on? Yeah, and like just being line. like so into it, you'd think he would know like Faith Evans, Brian McKnight, like right, you know, no like, jagged edge, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, but I was like, I took that as a sign of like, yeah. I mean, obviously, it is in a way. I feel like we're on the same page. We're like, it's. It's an aggressive second date. I yeah. think I even texted that. I was like, I know this is an aggressive second date. Oh, and I told him I got tickets from work because he knew I, I didn't want it to be yes. weird. Like, I would like 100% do that. Yep. So totally. I was like, oh, I got the tickets from work. He's like, well, so yeah, I was like, I know this is an aggressive second date. I had these tickets. I just feel like you're fun and would like do this random thing with me. He's like, 100%. Yeah, come to find out he doesn't even know R&B, whatever. <laughs> and so, but I'm like, okay, this yeah. is a good sign. Like You'll he wants him. to hang out. Totally. Right. He's, he's down, he's down to do a thing. He's down thing. to do a thing with me and whatever. So, so we go to the concert. I mean, just like having such a great time. He like in the middle of like, uh, one of the sets he just like looks over me has like this big smile on his face and he just like leans in to kiss me and I'm like oh my god that's so magical so we're like making out during the concert like having a great time and then um yeah and then I ended up he like lives near there so I did a little bit 
now in hindsight, even retelling it, I'm like, oh my God, Chelsea, like you, why did you ever think this guy was interested? I was like doing all the leading. But I then at one point, well, because he initiated like making out and was like being really sweet and putting his arm around me and stuff. And so towards the end of the concert, I was like, you're not going to make me go back to Astoria tonight, right? And he's like, oh my God. He's like, I love that you just said that. He's like, absolutely not. Like, you're not going back to Astoria. So go back to his place, hook up, have like rom-com moment of like, falling off the couch like at one point like, <laughs> oh my god but here's now the part where I'm just like you know that if a guy truly was into you there's probably almost nothing you can do to spook him right it's like we know that in our hearts mm. yeah mm-hmm. like chances are mm-hmm. there's very very little you could do if the guy was like truly wanted to see you again right but I'm just like oh my god I can't believe I like went there so when we're talking about going back to his place, we'd kind of had this ongoing joke about using, like, oh, this is my first time with, like, innocuous things. Yeah. Like, just, like, this silly, stupid text exchange we had going on. So when we're getting ready to go back to his place, mm-hmm. he goes, but I don't, I hope this isn't weird. It's my first time. So <laughs> clearly he's doing, like, yeah. our little recall yeah. of our joke. But this is what's happening in Chelsea's drunk mind. In that instant when he said that, I was, like, thinking, haha, that's our joke oh my God, but wait, we never talked about his past relationship or when it was, or what if I'm like the first person he's hooking up with and like, he's only the second person I'm hooking up with and what's going on and what is dating and who are people like, I was just like spiraling about like, I need to know what his last relationship was before I go home with him right now. And so I just blurted out. I was like, ha ha ha. But so wait, when is your last relationship? I just like, I cringe <laughs> thinking about it. Oh I God. cannot, I want to like throw myself out the window. I just cannot believe that I just randomly not that I get what the fuck ever we're almost 40 it's like we know what's going on here but at the same time it just felt so like I don't know what I think that was weird if a guy just blurted that out to me I don't know I kind of think maybe I would I mean it's a lot right I mean I think that (laughs) look anything can be a lot or like cannot be but I think you just I, I feel strongly that sometimes you just have to fucking ask the things you're going to ask. And if it fucks them yep. up, then it wasn't meant to be. Like, I'm just yes, like, if you're not being yes. yourself, yes. like, obviously I know that, like, early dates, and I, I've done this more than anyone possibly, you hold back a lot of shit just because you're like, I got to wait to let this really show. Totally. But also, like, if you really want to know something... I don't know. You kind of fucking have to ask. Well, that's right. And it's like, I don't know. I'm like, did it even matter, Chelsea, in that moment? But I guess I did just feel like... If he literally says, like, he got out of a relationship a month ago, I don't know if I would have went home with him. Like, I just felt like that would have been, like, why am I even opening this door then? Because, like, this is a lot. Totally. So, turned out, whatever. Like, it had been um, within, like, like almost a year. So, it had, like, been a minute. Okay. But it sounded like they, like, lived together still a little bit afterwards. So, Mm -hmm. maybe, like, a, I would say a TBD amount of time. I was like, okay, would that be, like, in a place where I still didn't understand, like, where he was, like, at? Right. Like, fuck it. So we're in the cab. Then I'm like, I didn't even remember this the next morning. I was replaying stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I asked him about his relationship. But also he freely opened. Like, it wasn't like he was like, uh, what? Like, he was like, oh, this and that. Like, was answering as if it was a normal question. But then I was like, oh, my God. Then I started, like, way oversharing about, not oversharing. All I said was like, yeah, I just got out of a relationship in November. I was just curious because I know like getting back out there and dating again can be like fucking weird. So I was just curious like where, you know, you're at because I'm in a way like getting back out there and uh, my last relationship, it was pretty bad. So it's at the death. I mean, I didn't like go on about for 10 minutes, but I definitely like 
gave him some info and yeah. I'm just like oh my fucking god Chelsea like this guy does, I was just like I don't know why I was so mortified about it I guess just because it felt like way too much information for a second date but like maybe not maybe not at our age and maybe but, not like with yeah. whatever intentions I have and also like if oh he was gosh, answering you, guys, you I don't know are we am I 36 or am I in high school right no, now I'm no, just like, no. I'm like hyperventilating early dates are fucking <laughs> insane it is like the exact mix of like how do you be yourself but not all the way it's yes, insane I know. it's insane it's like what are we doing here like you're I mean your penis is inside of me I feel like I could know things <laughs> right yeah and, and like, like ask exactly I think that's the thing it's like those are things you want to know before going home with someone it wasn't even right. the first date, but weirdly, like, I've gone on so many dates that ended up being fine that even, like, exes came up on a first date. Like, I think it's totally normal right. to, like, some part of your brain was, like, ask that. Because you wanted to know that, and it was nagging yeah. at your gut a little bit, probably. Right. Like, you know, especially because he had been kind of, like, just those little red flags or the... Yeah. yeah. And then I felt like, you know, up until now, I'm, like, mostly doing all the leading or whatever. So... Yeah, so most, like, just bizarrely, like, epic, I guess, second date ever, going to this fucking concert, just, like, having all that, like, <laughs> you're talking about his relationship, then, yeah, went home with them, and then, um, yeah, I don't know, like, we had a, we had a lot of fun, and then the next morning, like, chit-chat a little bit, I'm like, okay, I have, uh, to Skype with my tax guy, because I'm an adult, <laughs> so I gotta get out of here. Out. Yeah. And then the next day, he texted to be, like... Just to kind of be like um, TBT to when we like fucking fell off the couch while making out. He's like, I'm still really sorry about that. I'm like, it was great. It was like rom com. It was like everything. So I'm like, okay. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was on the subway, like spiraling, like shame spiral, like capital letters about like, oh my God, I just feel like I freaked him out. Like, who does that? I've spooked him. I talked about relationships. But then the other part of me is like, but why? But you want a relationship? Like, if he doesn't call you, he doesn't call you. Why the fuck do you care? It's just so hard. I'm like, you met this guy twice. Who Mm -hmm. the fuck cares? But your ego cares, man. So (laughs) I'm like shame spiraling. Then I was like, okay, you texted. Everything's fine. But then the following day, he did not text and I'm talking to my friends and they're like Chelsea it's you talked to him yesterday you left his bed yesterday morning and I'm like yeah but I just feel like if he cared he would like have already set up another date and I've just done enough and it's like enough and they're like I think you're spiraling but if you fucking want to text him like forget your like rules you made up like if you maybe you've established a pattern that you're leading now like text him again ask yeah. him out again I'm like okay valid but I regret what happened next. Oh my God. So basically then like, and I was like day drinking with my friends, which obviously is always the root of everything. Sorry to interrupt one question. This date, this second date was this past Friday? This past Friday. Okay, guys, we're recording on a Monday just so you know. So this is like fresh. This is real time. I needed that confirmed. Real time. Okay. Um, And yeah, any other guy that I'm like talking to right now who somehow found this podcast, you're a creep in a great way. I love it. And sorry. Uh. Um, Sorry that now you know everything I've been doing while we'll be talking. So um, yeah, so Friday, woke up Saturday, had the cute text exchange. I spiraled a little less, but then was spiraling yesterday on Sunday when I didn't like hear from him again. My friends are like, you're a psychopath. I'm like, I know this is like why I can't date. I'm just like dating wears me out because I do also like very much an empath I just feel like I absorb everything so deeply and Mm -hmm. I'm like thinking like did I make him uncomfortable it's like all these thoughts so I was like fuck it I'm just we'd always talked about doing karaoke and I'm like I'm just gonna text him President's Day karaoke question mark it's like who cares you're not professing your love to him you just fucking had sex with him like that's not that serious but I'm a junior high school girl at heart always so I ended up texting him that at maybe like nine 
on Saturday. And this is, I'm going to rage now. <gasps> Wait, which day did you text this, him this? I texted him last night. Okay. Sunday night Sunday. after like okay. day drinking all day with my friends and texted him at like 10 o'clock at 12.30 a.m. Wait, where is it? Oh my God. At 12.30 a.m. So I just, President's Day karaoke, question mark. At 12.30 a.m. He texts me, Sounds like a bad idea, but of the sort in which I often partake. And I was like, okay. I have gotten no indication that this guy is, like, a dick. So I felt like he's trying to be funny. It's 1230 a.m. He's drunk. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't think... I think he's trying to make a funny about Like, make it cute somehow. Yes. Right? I don't think... I didn't get a bad vibe from that. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like he's trying to be cute. But then, like, now also in hindsight, based on what happened next, I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like he's totally blowing me off. But so then in the morning at like 10 a.m., he responded, oh, God, sorry, that was a weird drunken response. It sounds like a blast. I'd love to join if possible, though I'm not sure I'll be able to make it. Might need a rain check. And I was like, OK, you might as well texted me. Fuck you. Am I being dramatic? I think I he's just hung like over so f- and feeling embarrassed. Wait, I, I don't feel think like that's so bad. flaky. Oh my I don't god. think that's bad at all. Oh my god, I felt I feel like it's the flakiest. Like if well, you wanted to see me, you could have been like, like. Also, who else is, do you think is coming to karaoke? I don't know if I'll be able to make it. It's like my, I was asking you to do karaoke with me, and I feel like if he wanted to see me again, he would have been like, "Oh my god, fuck me for that drunk text. I'm an idiot. Today doesn't work, Charles. But like, when are you free this week?" That's what someone who wanted to see you again would do. I would agree with you. You're right on all accounts. So, yes. From my perspective, when I thought this story was going to go differently, where he just like didn't reply or replied in a really terrible way to the yeah. karaoke thing, and I was like, going to be like, it could have sounded like you are doing karaoke with a bunch of people on President's Day. Just because sure. like President, and then like, so that was the first thought. But second, I just think, I think, I don't think it's that bad, but I think you're right in that it's not what you want. And that's reason right. enough. You don't right. want someone who's going to be. Flaky. Like, I don't think it has any right. reflection on – I think he he probably thinks it would be fun. Like, it sounds like – I genuinely think he's just being, like, a little waffly, but that's not what you want. So then that's right. – then that is too flaky. Then that is too annoying. You want someone who's going to ask you to hang out that week and be intentional about it. I just relate to you yes. in, like, a million ways. That's what I didn't realize for so long that I wanted. And I was, like, turning down some of those more, like, forward guys if it wasn't, like, immediate. I don't know. Yeah, but that's yeah. what you want. That's enough to, like – Say this guy's too flaky, you're over it. I, I do think it's a little, yeah, I think it's a little early to call on the flakiness, only because, like, I feel like it's been a long weekend. He may or may not have worked today. True. He may or may not have had, like, insane nights every, or whatever, you sure. know? And there are times when I'm just like, dude, I would love to hang out with this person, but I'm fucking beat, yeah. and I'm not going to be a good self. I'm not going to be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it may, I think it is he just a felt hair like he too early to call. To yeah. Only like, I mean a little bit like angel on the shoulder. <laughs> but I think it's not like, it's not out of the question. He might text you tomorrow and be like, want to get dinner on Friday? Yes. Or like, I don't, I think there's a real chance that happens, but I think that now you have to let the ball be in his yeah. court. Yeah. Well, and which brings me, that's exactly what I replied. And I just replied to him like, no worries. Uh, Day drunk Chelsea with the TM trademark emoji. <laughs> Amazing. Day drunk Chelsea sent that, you know, definitely sent that karaoke text. Um, but would love to see you again. I'm going to leave the ball in your court yeah. to text me if you want to do karaoke or otherwise in the future. Yeah. And I like left it that. But he didn't reply to that. We're going to like end up 
dating for a while and he's gonna find this podcast and be like Chelsea you're a fucking sociopath and you never told me get out of my apartment we'll change your name (laughs) we'll go through and bleep every time you say your name it's so Um, funny how wrong I was like I know this isn't just a first date but my first impressions were wrong like my now boyfriend I was convinced he just wanted to fuck me on the first date because we like had four drinks together we were pretty buzzed and it it seemed like he was trying to take me home with him and now he's like no like I just wanted to make sure you got home safely to the cab and I'm like I was just I felt like I was it's so hard to read this early stuff. So I it's do so actually agree with Liza thinking of it more. Like, you've left the ball in his court. Now it's like you can really just see what's there. See what but happens. I don't want you to, like, also be – like, you don't want to – me, I'm talking to myself when I felt the way you did because I feel like this right. is the exact kind of interchanges I had with guys where it's definitely not bad. You're not ig- being ignorant to some, like, douche guy. But it's also just not what you want. I feel right. like – it's just and like, it's when it makes plans. Yeah. Like the anxiety like, around that sometimes is like too much. And that's just right. my always like chime in. Like then when the anxiety, like the anxiety with many men that I like half dated for up to a year, sometimes oh further for so long, the anxiety would like kill me. Like I feel like it gave yeah. me gray hairs. Like it was so dumb. I don't know why I did that for so long, but it's tough in these early stages because that's part of it too. Mm. Well, and I exactly what you're saying. It's that it's like. Anyone I ended up actually being in a relationship with, uh, you have, like, maybe the butterflies, but I don't feel – it's like you don't have the anxiety. So anytime yeah. you're feeling the, like, oh, God, what, it's like that to me. Like, that's yeah. the flag. It's that's just, true. like, if I'm even feeling this way where I'm, like, oh, God, yeah. I'm embarrassed. I said that. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, my God. But what does he mean by that? That's, like, not the – that's, like, something in my gut knowing that this guy is, like, in a different – Yes. Place or something. Yeah. Do you no. know what I mean? I think, and I'm trying to like listen to that more. And also, wait, not to no, interrupt you. No, 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 I interrupted you. Going to um, Kimmy, your thing about first impressions. I did leave out the part, which was what I felt like. There's like even columns of like he might as well be telling me to fuck off, and then the other column of like, oh my god, he like is so into me. I teased him about the way he ended our first date. He's like, oh my God. He's like, I didn't realize I was putting off that vibe. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of seemed like you were like, have a nice life. And I thought we had this great date. And he's laughing. And he's like, he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I was putting out that vibe. He's like, I was fucking intimidated by you. He's like, you walked in and I was just like, oh my God, this girl. And like, she's like the hair and the bag and she's so put together and she's so pretty. And like, she's not going to be interested in me. So that's interesting. A, isn't it right? That's so then the, that made me feel more emboldened. I'm like, oh, he doesn't care about all that weird, embarrassing probing him about his relationship. He's like into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. That's the thing is like, you can't, all of these things, like, it's so easy to speculate in every direction. And I feel like this is something we Boy talked about. and how. Yeah. Early is that like, <laughs> it's really easy to tell yourself any story. And I think that a lot of times, like, we as human people, tell ourselves the worst version of the story like to manage our own fears right. mm-hmm. like we're like the, the worst possible eventuality must be happening and I'm like by nature a pessimist but I'm trying to like retrain that part of my brain a little bit right. but I think it's it's possible that it's somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. like I mean I think fully like a middle ground story that we could speculate on with this guy that's not the worst or the best is that like he likes you but he wants to keep getting to know you right. and like he's out of a relationship in a long time and it's going to be like less frequent communication. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's a total possibility. Like Mm -hmm. he obviously thinks you're cool. He obviously like had a great time with you. Thanks guys. Yeah. Yeah. But I think sometimes it's just like, you know, he, he, 
if he's out of a relationship, he may just be like, I need to be like medium paced. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. And that's why I felt like in hindsight, I was like spiraling so hard today. Also, I just been drinking all weekend. So yeah. the anxiety spiraling yeah. is like yes. level 29. Yes. But I was like <laughs> out of out of 30. Out of what's this camp? Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> I think like this episode may be called 10. level 29. <laughs> writing this down (laughs) (laughs) so I'm just like it's like I think that's then also why I'm just like yeah I feel like I have just all this like hangover anxiety yeah I feel like I had another point I was trying to make but I forget exactly what it was but oh oh because yeah I feel like I've just been I just I think like my shame spiral comes from a place of I feel like I've just been like coming on so strong in my opinion of how I usually am Mm -hmm. in this whole thing and like I was like why did I have to text him again two days after our last date like I'm free I brought up relationships I texted him again this guy's gonna be like what the fuck is going on with this girl like (laughs) slow down But then also, why should I feel it goes back to what I keep trying to like, I feel like old dating philosophy Chelsea will come in and like new Chelsea Mm. tries to be like, don't be ashamed of what you want. Totally. And who you are. And like, if that's if you want to hang out, like, I don't think you have to feel embarrassed about that at all. But I also think it's like what you did is so smart. And I if he if he is like cool at all, I think he needs to respect that you sent that text of like, great, I'm just going to leave it in your court. Right. Let me know. Right. Like to me, that's like fucking womaning. You know, that's like <laughs> I'm like, great. I've done this. I've led so far. I'm letting you know exactly what I need. I'm right. putting it literally in right. text. I cannot be any more clear. Yeah. yeah. Like you let me know. Like right. I'm handing you this baton. Like pick right. it up or fucking nanay. Right. You know? But right. I feel like that's a cool thing. Of like you literally told him exactly how you wanted to be communicated with next. Right. And if he and like that's a great situation to be in because if he doesn't do it, then you know you I got know your definitively. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, I have like two thoughts. I'll try to condense them. Oh, shit. And then we First have to one is just go. kind of like, and also, are we like, like helping all this our society, listeners like heteronormative stuff? But like, if you were the guy, like when guys are really interested, like if you were a guy, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Yes. So like, I think 100%. do not spiral. Like the anxiety spiral, especially when drinking is real. My therapist used to always remind me that when I'd really spiral. I think I used to like I saw her for Mondays for a while, and it would be like, oh my god. <laughs> She'd be like, you know, it's like science that if you drink that much, that's not great. But yeah, just back to Liza's point too of like just finding something out sooner. That's why I think this is like perfect timing to send a direct text like that. A friend of mine here was like asking for my advice on after this really great first date she went on. That was kind of like everything on paper and they have the chemistry and and I gave her some advice because he was kind of being flirty with her on text but not asking her out again to be kind of like forward almost ask him out like just like you because it was before the holidays and it ended up right. he ended up not it ended up not happening and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry like I thought we crafted this <laughs> wonderful text and she was like no I'm not sorry because like I just feel like I was gonna find that out anyway she's like I ran into yeah. a friend she's from LA who told me yeah. he's kind of like all over the place with dating and it's like a really good thing I didn't end up wasting more time so I was like yeah because I just felt so guilty because I was like no just ask for what you want but like you know I forgot what she texted yeah, yeah. nothing like when are we going out again? just like like when do you leave for the holidays or something it was really innocuous right. it was not a big deal but then I was like right. oh my god did I give you the wrong advice but it's kind of a, not another thing it's like no it's like getting that if if it goes terribly if he never replies like at least you found that out now because yeah. he's like one of those waffly type guys I feel like where you could read absolutely. into either extreme with the text absolutely yeah, yeah totally yeah 
Um, okay, I think we have to let Chelsea I go. Say, do we go away <laughs> no, our time? So Guys, sorry. I don't know if we helped your listeners at all with second dates. I guess don't take them to a 90s R&B concert <laughs> or on do, a second do, date. Or oh my do. gosh, okay, wait. <laughs> Chelsea, we're going to release this in like two weeks. Will you record like a voice note update oh my the God, day before we release it? Love okay, to. I guys, love nothing more. I'm doing this now. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to, if this, well, I guess we can also that, just cut this out if we don't. That gives me two weeks to see what happens with him if I need to hide this podcast from him or not. <laughs> oh my God, if we need or to just out. fucking text it to him with exactly. no other context. <laughs> we can, we can put, we can bleep out your last name if you don't want it to be found. But also, I don't mind, I don't but mind. But in case book. you do want it to be found. Okay, so if we have an update from Chelsea, we're going to play it right now. Well, hello, past Chelsea, Liza, and Kimmy. This is Chelsea from the future. Um, okay, so like 10 or 15 minutes after I left from doing this podcast that you guys are now listening to in the present, I heard from him, but he texted me something sort of still sort of wishy-washy, you know, just sort of like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely I'll definitely hit you up. I'll hit you up soon. Um, but obviously I wasn't holding my breath. I was still convinced that 100% he was ghosting me. I'd never hear from him again. But I did, and we've hung out twice since, um, including last night. I just saw him last night in the future, the future last night. And yeah, and we already have plans for next weekend and like so many more tidbits I could share about things, you know, we kind of talked about and I kind of got to the bottom of some things he was thinking. Um, So just all very interesting fodder from a dating analysis perspective but now I'm like now that I'm still seeing him I'm like do I tell him that you know there's a podcast out here of me just like spiraling about our first two dates and how I was convinced I'd never hear from him again and that he was ghosting me or do I just like let him discover it on his own accidentally someday and then just sort of like casually gaslight him about it you know just like some just some light gaslighting I don't know. That's crazy. That must be another Chelsea. That's, yeah. It's a very strange coincidence. Um, anywho, okay, to wrap it up. So, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. It's, it's just still hanging out, seeing what's happening. Uh, talk to me in a week when I'm spiraling again, because that is my nature. And I, God bless, past Chelsea and Liza and Kimmy. Um, you guys just, you know... It gets better. Past Chelsea. It gets better. Stop spiraling. Go have a snack. <laughs> Yay, that was the update from Chelsea. Oh my Maybe God, or I it wasn't. I can't. I wish this is like so crazy. What's future me gonna say? Oh my what God. did future I me just it. say? Current me doesn't even know. So, so wild. Fun. Technology. Um Ladies, but if thank you, you do so want to find you. Chelsea, tell everyone where they yes. can find you. Uh the Chelsea White on all platforms and the Chelseawhite.com. Not because I'm an asshole, but there's a woman who's a model in the UK who's Chelsea White, and she took all the Chelsea oh, White models. Okay. Sunday. And listen to the back catalog of Ghosted Stories. Yes. Anything you else you want to plug or shout out? Out. That's it. Um, hi to my cats, Tanuki and Miranda Hobbs. They love to listen Amazing. when I do podcasts. So yeah. Um, so you can find you so us. Much. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so, much. so much. You can find us at Five One First Dates Pod on Instagram. You can email us at Five One First Dates Pod at gmail.com. Send us your worst first date stories. We love them. We're going to read more next week. And what else? Join the secret Facebook group. <laughs> Rate, Anything subscribe, else? review. Do all the Rate, things. We love review. you. Thank you so much. Okay, we love you. And go on a date. Go on a date. 